You know, Arisha, I gotta say, there's honestly nothing worse than when friends let you down. Mm -hmm. Like when they fake move to Vegas so you will leave their apartment? Yeah, exactly. Or when they turn all your magnets upside down and blame your husband. I know nothing about that. But I'm also talking about the new Sex in the City reboot and just like that. Mm, yeah, the first few episodes dropped and quite a few fans including yours truly, are not too thrilled about some major moments. Yeah, same. I am definitely not loving what they did to some of our favorite characters at all. Yeah, and we're not alone. It's bombing with critics as well. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe it shouldn't matter, but it does. Yeah, I mean, Sex in the City still means a lot to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so far, they blew it. Yeah, I miss when the only blowing was done by Kim Cattrall. Mm, yeah, Samantha. Yeah, My hero. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Monday, December 13th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Happy Monday, Richies. We need to start off today's episode with a big spoiler alert. So Huge. If, yeah. If you haven't seen the first two episodes of the new Sex and the City reboot and just like that, then cover your ears because we're discussing some pretty major plot points. Yeah. And I have a lot of opinions, so I'm going to yeah. get into it. Major things happened and we have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So the show dropped its first two episodes Thursday on HBO Max. And for months, like fans have all been wondering what they're going to do with our favorite characters. I mean, like it's been 11 years since we saw these characters and knew what they were up to with the second movie. Like I, I can't believe like where is time? 
Yeah, I know. Well, it's weird because it's like it's been 11 years, but it also feels like it's been 300 years. So, (laughs) yeah, I get it. Yeah. So issue number one has always been what's going to happen with Samantha. Like we Mm -hmm. know Kim Cattrall played her. She's a fan favorite. Um, But there have been talks of a long running feud with Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays Carrie and Kim vowing to never return to the show. So we've been dying to see how they would explain Samantha missing from the show. Yeah, I mean, it's always been the four major characters, Carrie, Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha. How's it going to work without Sam? And (laughs) if I may be so bold, it doesn't. (laughs) Um, So in the first episode, we learned that Carrie and Samantha had a falling out after Carrie fired Sam as her publicist. Mm -hmm. Sam's character relocated to London, and it's apparent she's been ghosting Carrie and the other main characters because her pride was damaged, Mm -hmm. which... I assume the writers of the last season of Game of Thrones write on this because (laughs) they're just undoing all of the character development that ever existed. Like, since when has Samantha been super prideful? And like, this doesn't make sense. She was like the one person who would like be very not precious with her pride when it came to her Mm -hmm. being wrong. And she'd admit it first up. Yeah. (sighs) So mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) So... Okay, maybe we can buy this storyline that (laughs) Sam and Carrie had a falling out. Fine, whatever. We're on the ride. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. But then another major character has a major thing happen and fans are not happy about it. So warning, guys, here comes the big spoiler. So so at the end of the first episode, Big, who is Carrie's husband, played by Chris Noth, has a heart attack and dies. So they kill off Big, yeah. episode one, not happy. Mm-hmm. And fans aren't just pissed that he's gone. They're also expressing a lot of confusion about how Carrie reacted when she just <laughs> finds him having a heart attack. Yeah. I'm definitely in this category. Me too. I texted both you and Michaela about this. So when Carrie finds Big on the ground, clearly suffering cardiac arrest, she yeah. doesn't call 911. Instead, mm-hmm. she just holds him as he dies. One fan tweeted, Carrie staring at and then clutching onto Big's body as he dies, instead of calling 911, makes me consider that maybe she doesn't even know what 911 is. <laughs> Fair point. I mean, she has had problems with phones in the past. We've seen it. She doesn't uh, know how to use she phones does. very well. Yeah, yeah. But, well, but we did see her text prior to I know. This. She knows and how now to use a phone up, by now. She does. She does know how to use a phone by now because she's talking about Instagram. Like, Carrie, <laughs> right, unacceptable that's behavior. Right. Like, how is it not your first thing to do? Like, having worked as an EMT, people call 911 for, like, a sliced finger. So, they, yeah. like, you, a heart attack is you call 911. But also, they, uh, okay. So, he's, like, laying there and she's staring at him. and for too long. To way too long. And then... I like his mouth moves and I was like, okay, maybe he's going to at least say something like I was expecting like one last like I love you, kid. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing. Here's to us, kid. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Went out on top. Yeah. Something. They gave us nothing. And then to just pour so much salt (laughs) on these wounds, Samantha doesn't even show up to Big's funeral. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously she wasn't going to. Right. She just sends a card with flowers And the card says, love, Samantha. That's it. This might have made me more mad than the death. Like, we all know 
Samantha especially is super ride or die for her friends. Yeah. This would have been a moment where she showed up. And she was flew like, across the country to pack up Carrie's apartment. Yes. Like, <laughs> come on. Right. It's just not, it's it's not Samantha. That's not yeah. how it would have gone. I, I just, mean, I get it, but. I'm I'm annoyed because I feel like they didn't separate Kim Cattrall from the character. And yeah. so they did dirty to the character. And it's like, mm. they should have killed the character. They shouldn't have exactly. killed Big. They should have killed Samantha. Yep. It would have made more sense. <sighs> so now that these two huge bombs have dropped, social media has a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. and reactions. Mm-hmm. And while she hasn't responded directly, even Kim Cattrall has kind of found a way to weigh in. Yeah. Yeah. I love these non-comment comments. <laughs> Me too. Um, so with all the shade that fans have been throwing at the new series, Kim has been going on a liking spree <laughs> on a number of tweets that praise her decision not to reprise her role as Samantha. One tweet that Kim liked read, Kim Cattrall, I'm such a fan. With the Sex and the City reboot happening, they keep bringing you up. I applaud you for making choices that are right for you. Kim also liked a tweet that said, you are not required to do anything you don't want to do or that won't make you happy. Yeah, I mean, I think these are perfectly fine tweets for her to like. Like, I don't think they're shady Yeah, at all. I like, mean, I love liking tweets. Like, I think people need to stop trying to read into it. It's I'm like, afraid to like tweets now. <laughs> I go, I love to like things. <laughs> I'm going to start liking stuff that's like shady toward you just to see what happens. Okay, you're so we can suggesting that there's feud. shady stuff about me out there. Come on. Oh, <laughs> there is. I've, I'm the one tweeting it. But it's not just fans that are upset about killing Big and... Painting Samantha as this like spiteful friend ghoster that she's never yeah. been. Yeah. Some critics are calling out the show for the pretty obvious attempt to add more characters mm-hmm. of color. They're saying they kind of seem to be jammed into the show, which is more than likely to overcorrect the criticism that the original series was just too white. Um, so the New York Times wrote, the original series was groundbreaking for its sexual frankness and complex female friendships. It was also, like much TV of its time, very straight and very white. Yeah. And it seems like that's an easy fix. Like each central character in And Just Like That gets a friend or colleague of color as a sounding board. Yeah. But they're not introduced as unique characters of their own. Instead, right. they basically come off like some pretty awkward attempts at diversity to reaffirm the main character's well-meaning intentions. <laughs> of course. And I feel like the New York Times nails it writing, when they tried to reboot Sex in the City into the social and TV culture of 2021, things got cringy fast. <laughs> yeah. I I can't take Miranda. <laughs> All of those, <laughs> oh, every I know. single one of her scenes was just like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it was just like cringy Karen content. Yeah. And it's like Miranda's not like this. Like Miranda is self-assured. And it's like I get that they're trying to like whatever, shine a light on trying to be PC or whatever. But it's just Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 no. Miranda is the one that would go off on someone, though, and not realize it was a problem. I feel like aggressively like she was just like, oh, my God, no, no, no. Like that's not that's not her character. Yeah. I honestly was wishing they would bring Jennifer Hudson back because she was I loved her in the movie. I really did. Like that would have been a fun But whatever. She's busy being an angel-voiced songstress. Mm -hmm. Um, So the show is also receiving criticism for a pretty notable product placement in the first episode, Biggest Scene Riding a Peloton. And if this was an ad or some type of uh, product (laughs) endorsement, it was a bad one because shortly after his ride, he has a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And now Peloton has released an ad featuring the actor Chris Noth playing big to do a little crisis management, which 
personally, I think it's kind of genius. Um, yeah, it makes in, me suspicious of the whole thing. Was this yes. all planned? <gasps> oh, my God. Um, so in the episode, Big is taking class from this fictional instructor named Allegra. And he's like going on and on about how much he loves her. Mm-hmm. And she's played by a real Peloton instructor, Jess King. And like we said, he dies shortly after. So did Peloton know Mr. Big would be killed off this way? I don't know. Peloton says they did not know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all the fan blowback and yet another criticism of Peloton for being a danger to health, <laughs> something obviously needed to be done. Yeah. Reports are that Peloton stock dropped 11% <laughs> after the show, which is... That's crazy. Can't be good for uh, mm. the board. Nope. So... Peloton trotted out a cardiologist on their health and wellness advisory board to say Mr. Big lived what many would call an extravagant lifestyle, including cocktails, cigars and big steaks, and was at serious risk as he had a previous cardiac event in season six. Mm-hmm. The doctor then even said riding the Peloton probably helped delay his heart attack. Mm. But it didn't stop there. <laughs> Peloton then released an ad featuring an alternate ending where Big survives after his ride. Mm-hmm. And the company tweeted the ad with the caption, and just like that, he's alive. And he's with that Peloton instructor. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. And very on brand for Big. What if he would have been with Samantha? What if Samantha would be like, I'll come back for this Peloton commercial just to be with Big and get the last laugh. That would have been hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, what I would give for that to be real. Yeah. So obviously a lot of people have strong feelings about the new Sex and the City reboot, especially us mm-hmm. and Jonah Hill. I'm sorry, when mm-hmm. Jonah Hill tweets about it, it's over. we got to get him on the show. Yeah. So I got to ask, do you think this is it? Like, will this series be the final chapter? Is this the series last Peloton ride? Yes. <laughs> yes. And they're not going to get a commercial with Peloton after either. No. 100% this has to be the end. I know. It's not. I mean, it's, it's not, not going well. well. No. It's not good. It's like with each movie, it went worse. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm going to continue giving it a shot. Yeah. But. I'm on this ride, no matter yeah. how hideously bumpy it is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to love it. No, I'm going to hate and complain about it. <laughs> I'm going to have to interlock hands with Pete Davidson to get through it. Oh, anything to touch Pete Davidson, my God. You know it. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.